0: Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. This is going to be a special one, because we haven't done this in a while, a few months actually. That's right. That we've revealed another demonstration. It's been a long time coming, and uh, you've done quite a few since um, we last released one. So there's quite a lot that we could choose from. I've been piling them up, Steve. You have. And (laughs) this, uh, it was quite a hard choice deciding what one to do next. That's right. But we... You came to a decision, and it was for a very valid reason. So the picture that everyone's seen now is, what's the actual name?
1: It's a bar at the Follies Bergère.
0: Easy to say. In Paris. Easy to say, that one, by yeah. Manet. Manet, yeah. What's his full name?
1: Uh, Edouard, Edouard Manet. Edouard Manet. Yeah. Gotcha. It's not Edward. It's Edouard.
0: Is that because he's French? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> And this is an incredible picture. It it sort of speaks for itself when people see it. We don't need to say that. Um, So let's start with the obvious. Why did you choose this picture?
1: Well, Manet, along with Renoir, has been my favourite artist. Now, the reason is that both Renoir and Manet, although they're impressionists, they kind of have a sense of realism with Mm. their work. So the, is it because it, it's,
0: it's closest to your work? Would you say
1: it's easier for me? Really. Well, having said that, when people see the others, they'll say, "What are you talking about, Colin?" It it coming from Constable as I did originally. That was my uh, favorite artist mm. early on. Mm. But you move into you move out of the, the sort of realistic. Mm. Uh, type of work into the more impressionistic type of work and that's how it's been with me Uh, but you can go overboard and uh, some of the some of the artists uh, the impressionist artists are a little bit too way out for me you
0: know Mm, too abstract yes
1: like um, Monet although I I do like the odd Monet but we may have a Monet as well I know but it's one of the better ones (laughs) (laughs) and um Van Gogh and Cezanne; uh, these artists, great artists, but they were just a little bit too over the top, as far as I was concerned, from the impressionist point of view.
0: Yeah.
1: But Manet and uh, the other child, Renoir, Renoir, that's right, <laughs> who I'm featuring too, um, were nearer to the kind of thing that I loved. Anyway. Why I this chose I chose this particular picture because I think it's probably the most famous of all manet's work it was also uh, unfortunately the last one he produced he was really yes I he was he was very very ill when he actually painted that picture wow um, I think the word is uh, you know almost on his deathbed wow. wasn't quite there but he was getting there amazing he could finish it well that's right and he probably thought that too but um, it was and but it it's turned out to be in my opinion the best picture there's a lot of things that and we are going to supply you're going to supply little clips of youtube clips which i've found that people can have a look at where it's better explained than i I, i'm just you know i'm just starting out on this but these people have have studied studied yeah and all of his work so um, but this is the reason why I chose it. it it's a brilliant picture. I love doing it, and I, uh, I I loved every minute of it, and people will see that when they see the actual um, demonstration that I give. I didn't quite honestly, like everything else, when I start a picture like this, I'm not really sure am I going to succeed because it's quite an undertaking to take something as famous as that is, mm. like it was with Constable's um, Cornfield, and then... Produce it, and so I wasn't quite sure. But the but by the time I was about a third of the way through it, I knew that yes, I was going to finish it because I was enjoying it so much, mm. and there's so much to it. So mm. this is the reason I chose Manet, and I do like his other work. He's got lots and lots of pictures. I was recently at the um, uh, London uh, Gallery, the National Gallery in London, where they've got a um, an Expressionist exhibition at the moment. And that was one of them. And when I saw it, I was, I was just... Um, what did what, I what, what, what Bowled over. Mm. But that, that doesn't describe it. I just looked it. Astounded. Yeah, I was just looking at it and I couldn't believe that I was actually uh, that close to the real thing. And I've got a picture and I'll let you have that picture. You can put it on one of the clips that uh, we do of me standing alongside it. Mm. It was absolutely Breathtaking. So that's the reason I chose it.
0: Fantastic. Um, we I like to talk about when we do one of these pictures because it's so tricky to get. We'll, we'll get into the nitty gritty of it in a moment because mm. I think it's good behind the scenes for people to understand the process that you went through with this. But before I do that, um, we've been with the demonstrations introducing new materials and new pencils and things. Mm. So let's just skirt over what you used within this picture. It's on pastel mat.
1: That's right, the dark grey.
0: Which is like the other demonstrations. Mm -hmm. um, Which obviously, I'm assuming, just completely lended itself to a picture of this detail and calibre.
1: In fact, it's, it's amazing. When you look at the picture, especially looking at it from a few feet away, you can't... How did you put all those little people in? It's not until you go really close to that, and I hope people will magnify it on their computer. Although they'll see me working with it anyway and uh, i close up on those all those little characters in the background they're, they're just blobs mm. and that's exactly what uh manet did yeah when you with, look with at his work it mm. was just little twists of Swish, the brush yeah. but they uh, are quite incredible how you can actually produce it and the pastel pencils work brilliantly with it so yes it's on pastel mat, dark gray pastel mat, and uh creta color creta color Carbithello, Faber. I used all three. Mm. I, mostly Faber, I've got to say, a lot of Creta Colour, and the, the odd um, Carbothello.
0: Did you find that there was some tones, um, you know, like the Creta Colour more pinks and greys and things like that. Mm. Do you find that you dip into those um, mm. other brands for when you, have a, when you need a bit more of a wider mm. range?
1: Yeah, I think... The Faber-Castell, I would say, is your base. Those are all your base colours, your earth colours, and those are the colours that you would rely on. But when you want something a little brighter, Fe, you mm. go down the Creta Road, mm. or if you want to go brighter still, you go down the Carbathela Road. But you can't always... But a picture is um, consists of all of those elements put together. So mm. this is why I say, really, you do need... The extra, I mean, there's no pencils um, I don't give, because this is a demonstration, so I don't give you pencils with this. Uh, it'd be impossible. There were so many, and uh, I can't keep track of them all. Um, so, but I give you a line drawing. Anybody wants to have a go at it, um, you know, they obviously can. We give a line drawing with it, but no. Um, so you do need all of those pencils. I don't think I could have done that picture with just faber Castell. Mm. It would have. I, I could have done, but it wouldn't have looked the same. It would be more
0: difficult because, I guess you've got those in between. You would have to make up more tones, mm. and therefore you're limited to the mm. actual paper itself as that's well. Right. But if you've got those tones in between, then you mean you're putting less pastel on. Then that's
1: right. The one that, one misconception is people think that uh, you can leave the color of the paper showing through. You can't. Not with this. You've got to color the paper but i've got to say that if you've got a dark grey paper and you're using the very dark some of the dark colours it's an influence behind it but you still have to put the base colours on you can't just leave just as a, an artist on um, oil he wouldn't just leave the canvas mm. showing through well i mean some of them do but generally they wouldn't do that they would cover it with mm. base colours or ground colours first
0: but then the i know i know that this isn't the case but one might ask if if the the paper is being completely Covered,
1: then just paper matter. Matters a great the color yeah. matter. Yes, it does matter. It does matter because the, the dark when you're when you're uh, applying the colors, you can see the colors, the vibrancy of the colors better against the dark background. If that's what you're trying to do, mm. there are a few uh, demonstrations that uh, are coming up in the next year or two mm. <laughs> that um, I've done on sand color or the lighter colors mm. um, so i just choose the paper according to how i feel about the picture
0: yeah lovely okay let's talk about the the nitty-gritty behind some of this because the picture isn't realistic in the sense of the reflections so yeah, let's talk right. about that what what was your feelings towards that is does that add to the charm of
1: it Oh, yes, it does. And, and there's a lot been said about this picture, and there's a lot of lot of criticism that the, the reflection isn't true, and that is absolutely right. Yeah. Because when you look at the young lady, who, incidentally, is Suzanne, Suzon, Suzon, S-U-Z-O-N, that's her name. Mm-hmm. She was a bar lady. She was a waitress and a bar attendant. Mm-hmm. So she's a real person. And She was originally, she was to the right of just about where that um, pot pillar is. Mm -hmm. So she was there. He he, he originally sketched her to be there. So the reflection would have been a little little better. Mm. But he obviously didn't like that. So he put her in the middle. (laughs) But still kept the The reflection reflection (laughs) on the right. But by doing that, what he's done, he's opened the picture up. Because you imagine if you'd have if those that gentleman and and the the, the reflection of her was more in the centre, it would have covered all of those people up. So artistic license come into play here. It's <laughs> he says, <said>, I'll <laughs> move them over. Yeah, that's a bit. quite
0: a big change to make, isn't well,
1: it? Well, well, <clears throat> the other I was I was um, when I was in the National Gallery, um, I happened to go to the Cornfield and. And in the write-up, alongside the cornfield, was that church that's in the middle. He made it up. He invented it. So, you see, artists can do this.
0: And it's what you do. It's what Uh, you teach. And you demonstrate that, don't
1: you? Yeah, I do that. Yeah, absolutely. So, he he probably took a bit of a risk there because he probably knew he was going to be, you know, pulled over the coals for it. But then, you know, he probably didn't care very much because, you know, he was sort of says, well, I probably won't be around when this becomes popular. (laughs) (laughs) So, no, but it it was criticised for that. So the reflection is not accurate. But does it matter? I don't think it does. I think it looks absolutely beautiful. I wouldn't change one bit of that picture.
0: Mm. Did you um, did that make it any stranger doing the picture knowing that the reflection was on? No, because I loved
1: the picture. Mm. I looked, I looked, when I first saw that picture, I fell in love with the picture as so, mm. So that guided me. I thought, well, if I fell in love with it, I must have accepted it for what it is. Because if you think about it, it, what it, you've got a portrait there. You've got the lovely landscaping of the little characters behind, which I really loved doing. And, of course, a load of still life in the foreground. So you've got everything in that picture.
0: You know, what I just realised, though, Dad. Oops. There's, there's two red here. And there's one red here isn't that a reflection <laughs> yeah, I'm, sure you're right. <laughs> I'm
1: sure you're right don't worry about it man. I mean
0: if that's you know you can't you can't really criticize it if the the reflection way off but it's just notice that there but I think that's
1: it doesn't matter
0: it's really special because it's one of those pictures you could just stare and stare and stare at, and I bet even at the national gallery the the, the size oh, of absolutely. it you could just stare at it for hours yeah I'm going picking back this out
1: i've I've made my mind up to go back again I, this was a couple of weeks ago when I went up there mm. um, so I'm going to go back again to I, and um this time I'm going to spend a lot longer there
0: Let's talk about the obvious. How did you get all those people in?
1: <laughs> Have you counted them? No,
0: have you? <laughs> no, I
1: haven't. But there's there people must can be. let us know if they want to do that. Yes, then. they can do that. Yeah. No, I didn't. I, I just. And of course, when you're when you're copying something like that, it's your interpretation of them. So when if they looked at the original Manet uh, picture, they would see it probably slightly different to what I've done it. Mm-hmm. Um, the people in the, the balcony through the mirror because we're looking into a mirror. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at what she's looking at, effectively. Um, those people were pretty accurate. But when you go beyond that, all the little top hats and all the little people. Um,
0: You've, you, you have to do that, though, don't you? You have to go oh, off a bit because oh, absolutely. you can't. It's like drawing every fur, every strain of fur, ha- hair, isn't it? It's mm. like you, you have to at some point go, well, mm. I've got to do my own thing a little bit yeah, here.
1: Absolutely. And and it wouldn't look anything either. You'd have to do that. You have to just put little blobs here and little blob there. And as long as when you look back on it, you pull back on it. Yep. It looks right. Yeah, that's important thing. So I, I, I love doing that. I didn't think I would, I've got to say. And uh, the little trapeze, mm, legs
0: top up, left, on, yeah. the,
1: on the top left. That's something again, it's a master stroke.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: absolutely beautiful picture. As I say, it's one of the most famous uh, pictures it's certainly Manet's most famous picture.
0: The uh. other thing that I find interesting with this, and it's similar to the Reginini, is the the um materials, the textured of the materials of mm. the bar mm. and of the balcony and of things like that. That's now right. you had the experience of doing the Reginini. Mm. So did that did did that seem like you know, because even things like the glass, like I feel like this picture is, is a really good um Sort of lesson on how to do mm. objects, that's and materials, mm. Mm. and I think that that's something that uh, we hadn't covered before in such detail.
1: No, we haven't. No, and you're absolutely right. Well, that's a black velvet dress, by the way.
0: Oh yes, of course, a dress as well. Yeah,
1: mm. that's a black velvet dress, and then you've got all of the the white filigree going around. Yes, it. and the
0: flowers and as well. How do you do that? Well, people are going and the to... necklace, and yeah, yeah, and this... the, I love the the flower in the glass in the middle. Yes. I think that's because that's see through. So then you've got the, you know, all of those techniques of drawing it through that. I mean, it's incredible. Looks incredibly challenging.
1: It is easier than you think it is when you see me do it. When you look at when you see oh, I'm not going to tell you how I did that filigree. You're gonna have you're gonna well you've seen it already because you edited it. Edited it. But that filigree work, I, I thought, well, how do I do that? I can't put the white on first. That's impossible. But is it impossible? No, it isn't impossible. You have to put the white on first. You can't put it over the top of the black. Mm. So you put that in, and then you put the black velvet, the colors you put the black velvet into that to mm. interweave it, to make it look like that. Quite amazing. Mm. And as far as I know, pastel pencil is probably the only material, apart from the oil, mm. you can do it with. Mm. But it's wonderful. You're quite right, though. The the, the glass is so much in there. And And incidentally, the two bottles there with the red triangle on—you know—that's Bass Pale Ale. Is it? Mm. It's still around today. Bass Pale Ale.
0: The bottles do look stunning as well. I've got to say, Mm. the reflections and the light in Mm. those bottles.
1: There Um, is only one thing that people might pick up on if they would recognise this picture. On the left-hand side, there's three bottles of champagne in the foreground. Yeah. There were four. Oh, were there? And I left one off.
0: Why did you do that? Well,
1: I did that because I wanted to see more of the marble. I wanted to have a little gap between the two. So I did that.
0: That's a good little twist.
1: Yeah, see, if Manet had looked at it, he thought, yeah, it's a good idea. I should have done that. I should have done that, yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, The oranges, just want to touch upon those. Still life. Mm. It's just... you know there's um there is still life on our our website but i feel like just little things like those oranges look so juicy and real
1: that's right yeah it's it's again it's the it's the application of the pastel and how clean you can be with something like that Mm. if you try to mess it around if you try to muck around with that it doesn't work Mm. so you've got to be You've got to know exactly what colour to put on to start and then the colours that you add to those have got to be crisp mm. and then
0: finish. That's a really valid, valid point. Mm.
1: Well, people will see it. The wonderful thing about this, all the things I'm talking about, people will be able to, mm. uh, to see it for themselves.
0: So the last thing I want to talk about then um, before we sign off is whether people should give it a go. Uh, and at what level do you think people should give it a go? Because all of our demonstrations we've said, if you feel like, you know, mm. you want to give it a go, and they have, and a lot of people have done great jobs of, of the pitches mm. Mm. so far. This looks like it's ridiculously hard.
1: Well, it is. Um, when I said it's easier than you think, it's easier than you think it is, but it's still very, very hard to do. People will find the most problems will be in the, that background with all the little characters mm. that is hard because you have a lot of experience to be able to just suggest what's there um but um we do have a go but the whole idea of the demonstration is to show how good the pastel pencils are and what they're capable of doing and um being a demonstration i hope people will see it look at it and enjoy the, the process Mm.
0: what do you think people will get out most about this like what techniques will they take away
1: um well apart from anything else they'll understand why i love impressionism and they can take away from it the the fact that you don't have to put every stroke in particularly mm. in the flowers if they close up on those flowers and i'd like people to do it blow them up you know fill the screen Zoom in. with them mm-hmm. yeah you'll see that it's just a little flick of colour and rather than from here when I'm looking at it from 18 inches away it looks uh, very tight it looks very exact but Mm. it isn't Mm. if you look close and this is again this is what impression is all about it's just suggesting rather than putting in because if you try to draw around every tiny stamen and every tiny petal You'll fail miserably. Mm. It just won't work that way. And this is the way I'm going. And certainly it my later work, I mean, I'm doing a lot of work at the moment, as you know, and with all sorts of things, animals and flowers. I've just done a, um, a, a vase of flowers. And I used a lot of the technique I've picked up from that on that vase of flowers, particularly with the see-through uh, jar mm. that uh, I've done. And uh, you see the... At one time, I probably wouldn't have thought, how, how do I do that? But, but having done now quite a lot of the Impressionist pictures, I can see how the masters did it. So I just learned from that. So I learned from it.
0: I think that's a really good takeaway, actually. Yeah. Mm. I think this is a masterclass in Impressionism.
1: Oh, without doubt. And if you like this, folks, I've got to tell you, there's a lot to come
0: absolutely i think that's a great point to end this podcast and introduction to this picture if you're um, on the website and you're just about to scroll down and start the first episode then i wish you good luck and enjoy it and um, we can't wait to show you more in another few months we'll have another picture another demonstration that will challenge you test you and show you even more what you can how far you can take the pasta pencil But we'll be back soon with another podcast, catching up with questions and your feedback and your emails and offering some advice. And in the meantime, enjoy. So bye for now.
1: Bye for now.